This week on the Pushball Lace Podcast, coming a bit late this week as I was on holiday, we chat about training straight after holidays, core training, fasted cardio, insulin, and this current keto bandwagon. Three, two, one. It's fucking hot, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, mate? Mate, it's so fucking hot. It's unbelievable. Like, And it's not just the heat that I'm getting through the computer from the red chest that you're got <laughs> with me. I've never seen someone so burnt in my life. That is embarrassing. So massively burnt, yeah. Massive would be the uh, other one. <laughs> mate, it yeah. looks terrific. Looks painful. Uh, this isn't too bad. Uh, I did on the first day. I got burnt. Um, shock. I got way too excited. It's obviously, I think most people probably saw that like picture of me in the pool, and I was literally Casper. And <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep. Um, standard. Oh, um, but on my on my side. So, but I'd, I'd put like sun lotion on, so I was actually fine everywhere apart from just like a streak on the side of like near my obliques. And I've just got, and but I'd obviously put sun lotion there and uh, I'd obviously not rubbed it in. So there was just, there's just a blob of uh, my skin, yeah. which is perfectly white, uh, surrounded by burn. <laughs> and it looks ridiculous. So I'm not getting that out. So we're all right. Um, but yeah, and then the last day. Um, I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to put one one layer of sun lotion on. I was pretty good all the way through, to be honest. And then one layer of lotion on, and sat in the sun for about four hours, which was uh, dumb, apparently. That was, yeah, bad idea, mate. Bad idea. So, um, yeah, it's pretty red, pretty raw. I need, like, I think I need two weeks to uh, actually come back a different race, but... Yeah, but all right. The only time, the only time I think I've ever come back from a holiday and been like true brown, proper, like stayed for a while was when I did in Camp America and I was there for like four exactly, months or something. Exactly, exactly the and same. I was fine, me, but yeah. any, every time I go on holiday, I'm the same. It's just like it's horrific. But I've not, <laughs> I've not stepped foot outside my house the last couple of days, three days, <laughs> literally. As far as I can help it, it's just horrible. I don't like it at all. Um, I like yeah. it like the perfect temperatures probably sitting between 20 and 25 I think yeah that's, exactly yeah. Like, that's better that's, that's all you need far more like it's enough sun it's fine you can do things but this we just had, uh, this, we had like, I, we've, I'm sure we've got like listeners in the states and Australia and we're going oh yes it's completely different over here it's like 30 degrees in London is vile you've been you've oh. done it Dan like I I obviously refuse to take the tube, but it's when this weather is on. I'd literally rather walk from my flat to all the way. Yeah, I've had I've had a few clients who I've messaged this week and just been like, "Yeah, I'm so glad I'm not in London right now because the central <laughs> line must be horrific." Oh, like no the chance. central line is what hell would be like. That's how hot it is, isn't it? It's just yeah. obscene. Um, but yeah, we had cricket on Saturday, and luckily. Um, we batted first. We weren't out in it for too long, but it was just like we were watching it, going, "Oh my god, these poor guys out in this for four hours." <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, let's stop moaning about that because yeah, some people do like it. So that's <laughs> fine. But I mean, the other thing is, it sets off my hay fever like something chronic. So um, yeah. that's why I sound a bit nasally and a bit like I've got a cold. I haven't. I've just um, we got, got we got bad. thunderstorms that are coming, so that'll settle down. Thank God. Bits. 
So uh, yeah, should we should we give a rundown of what we're going to talk about um, as normally? Yeah. If uh, if one of us goes on holiday, we'd like to give some sort of holiday. I don't know, kind of education. What yeah, should, well, there's always something related to holidays, isn't it? Yeah, there's always going to be something that I did put a, just one little post because I literally have. I was training about two hours ago because um, I did not train whilst I was on holiday, guys. I did. I just I, I was doing a load of press ups. That's because you're not hardcore enough. And then I got bored. I was doing shit ton of swimming and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I I got, I got bored. Um, there wasn't a gym um, at the uh, hotel we're at, so it was fine. We had like the ocean. Like the Adriatic Sea and like a bay and a swimming pool and all this stuff, so it was yeah. I'd rather have spent my time there than I'm, I realize I was I not training for eight nine days. Um, not gonna lose all my gains. I'm all right. Weighed in at eighty five point six this morning ish. I think I left at about eighty three and a half. So a solid two kilos down, but. I think if anybody's listened to our podcast probably about a year ago, uh, back then, we did say what there was advice that we did nutritionally, which I, I still follow. I load up on breakfast and kind of middle it out because I don't really want to eat throughout the day. It's too hot. Yeah. Like, you maybe have an ice cream or <laughs> a few beers, uh, cocktails actually. Pina coladas were on point over the yeah. uh, over the whole wow. day and then like have a big old feed like later in the afternoon but it was really odd obviously I was in Montenegro never been there before nobody else seems to have either absolutely beautiful um, and everybody it's like Spain as well I guess because it's so hot during the day they got like 300 days of uh, <laughs> or basically what we're having right now Dan um, which, oh god which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah they got they only they only start really doing things at about eight nine o'clock in the evening. Like throughout the day, it's like dead. It's it's still stuff yeah. to, to do, but they're just on the beach doing stuff. And then yeah, they all the restaurants and you're eating at like ten ten o'clock at yeah. night, which obviously leaves a massive gap. Oh, but, they must be so fat then. Oh yeah, massive, absolutely yeah. massive, all of them. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, weird, weirdly, the uh, the the carbs after six p.m didn't really work there and the majority of their food was like pizza and pasta because they're quite close to Italy on the other side of the uh, Adriatic right yeah, yeah yeah so yeah amazing um, didn't really see many fat people they were alright did when mm. I came back to Stansted yeah absolutely mm. fine um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was like a fish actually their uh, I did post out what their like kind of national thing was um was they have uh, so they do steak so it, basically what they do is uh, whether it's steak or like some fish or calamari or octopus or whatever they just chop it in half and they just shove prosciutto and cheese inside it cook it brilliant oh it's amazing like you just basically put in ham and cheese in whatever meat you can find <laughs> it tastes some, of course it tastes unbelievable but yeah let's just <laughs> yeah <laughs> Top tip, put ham and cheese and shit. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about training post-holiday, what I essentially then do for the next few days. Um, I think you want to talk about core training. Uh, you put, did you post something up in the group? I had a lot of posts in the group lately. No, someone else asked about it. It could have been Bradders maybe asked about it. it? Um, core, yeah, core training and like, you know, simple exercises, I guess, or whatever. And then Alex put a... Video, which was very, very good, but yeah, I just very, thought very good. We, I just yeah. thought we could talk about it. That's that's all. That's all uh, physios do, though, isn't it? Like they just advocate 
mm. core, core training, just various types of dead bugs. That's about it. Um, that's, it. that's all they've got in the locker. That's <laughs> all they're going. So we'll, we'll give our... I know Dan used to do a lot of stuff with his uh, clients, so he's still got them there. Um, and then I guess we'll have to give a shout out to a friend of the show, Danny Wilson, because we we'll talk slightly about his post, um, which I found funny. Uh, I was just reading it. I kind of wanted to go on a trolling rampage, but then uh, Martin McDonald was already there, so yeah. no need. Um, then we got Keto that's just going mad at the moment, so I'd like to have a little discussion about that, Daniel. Considering we posted a couple, of, it's, just, it's just yeah, it's just taken over. So very odd. I just don't get it. And uh, of course, we've got to talk about Dan's favourite bench pressing uh, video. Oh my god, that guy! <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? I've never even heard of him. He just, he just kept, he popped on my feed, and I was just yeah. like, right, we're gonna we've got to talk about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, dear God. Oh, uh, absolutely stunning. Um, yeah, wonderful. All right, let's 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 do this. So, uh, training post holiday. What did I do, Dan? What do you think I did? I would I would hope or I would assume Tom that you've gone right I'm back on a Wednesday um, I'm probably going to start back training again properly on Monday so I'm probably going to plan myself a couple of full body sessions um, ease my way back into it work up to maybe one topish set of maybe sort of 85-90% of how you're feeling that day um, and then roll with that until Monday and probably expect a little bit of soreness a little bit of stiffness in, after the first session um, but knowing that come Monday you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, pretty much nailed it. Move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, That's it, isn't it? Uh, literally got back yesterday, went train today. I did some squatting. I literally got my five three one app. Other apps are available, but five three one by Wendler. You can literally download it for free. Uh, I flicked on the ninety percent, so I'm working at sub maximal when I am, and then did the the five ascending weights so I did two warm up steps then ascending fives ascending fives and then like uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't do the AMRAP on the five basically yeah. I just I just did between three and five what I felt so yep yeah. and then so that was my squatting that counted the legs and then I went and did uh, push pull push pull yeah. Um, de- depending on what was free I couldn't didn't really care to be honest I just wanted to do some sort of horizontal press some sort of um, vertical press I used a Smith machine, Dan. Um, oh my god! I know, shocking. And then I did uh, did some low rows. I love low rows. They're just like the, the best thing ever. Um, um, I did some bicep. Lap, yeah, I like that as well. Combine them both. If they're if you're on like one of those like I don't know like four stations and you got enough room and there's nobody in there, do both. Super set of a lap pull down and a low row, and incredible. Yeah, Get an unbelievable lap squeeze. It's really good. Uh, but you got to make sure the low row is neutral, though, uh, or neutral kind of pulling out. You don't want it there. Yeah, no. yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, that's, Tom. That's right, mate. <laughs> you can take that home, mate. That's good. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Um, yeah. yeah, that was about it, to be honest. Literally, legs, push, pull, push, pull. Um, so reversed it because I just didn't really fancy doing a load of volume on legs. Because who does when they come back? All I wanted to do is just yeah. I, I just literally wanted to squat. I felt I kind of wanted to deadlift, but there was some some morons doing some weird complexes on the, one of the platforms, so I didn't want to. No point bothering them. Yeah, bothering them. I think it's so. one of those where you've just got to make sure that you've been. For me, you've just got to make sure that before your sessions, when they start properly as a training program, 
you have to have been through all the main movements that you you do. So whether it's a hip hinge, a squat pattern, like you said, horizontal, vertical push pull. Um, you like as long as you get all those six movements in, in some point over the over the course of two sessions, to some degree of intensity before you do your proper training program again, you'll be fine because then you'll be back to where you were. Your CNS will be fired up. Um, be good to go. Yeah, uh, I really don't think there's any much. There's no point complicating it more than that. Um, your isolation exercises, you're not going to like lost all any kind of strength in your bicep curl or anything like that. Um, so just crack on with the main lifts and just get back in there, 45 minutes to an hour, quickly get in, get out, and and then start again on Monday once you're mm. doing your proper program. Yeah, you probably feel pretty good. Yeah, I just felt obviously like eight nine days off training. You you just start to feel a little bit like loose. Um, yeah. If anything, I felt like uh, I felt a little bit flabby. Well, a little bit. You're gonna say well, mate, hell, that's, hell of a lot. That's, natural. Mate, that's, right? that's like every day. <laughs> but yeah, just looking at pre and post, like what I was like about two months ago. I was incredibly white, but yeah, this main. Well, main... you're now incredibly red. So <laughs> much better. Uh, yeah. So yeah, just keep it simple, guys. Just train single plane. Anatomical motions, um, yeah. Just I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about single single limb stuff. Just no, go in. No, just go bilateral. I did bilateral, bilateral pressing, horizontal pushes, pulls, all bilateral. Um, and if you really wanted to do, you'd do a little bit of core training if you really want to. But we can that will be a, a link into core training, Dan. We might as well talk about that yeah. off the back of it. So, oh, I was going to say, Tom, I, I did my first session the other day of your uh, of my program. program. Yeah. Well, I did, I did the first three exercises anyway. I told you I was doing it. <laughs> to be honest, the the first three are the main things that I want done. You're exactly. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know so that. I did squats, um, paused. I did paused incline bench. Okay. And then I did low rows. Your favourite, Tom. My favourite. Five, five twelves. They were fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, and then I did uh, glute ham raise and dumbbell lateral raise superset. And then finished with arms and core. In your own That's time, it. right? As That's long, it exactly. As, as long as That's you're it. getting the set volume in. And so I can't remember what I've got. Uh, what I've got tomorrow, actually. Um, I'm doing. Well, you haven't left the flat in three days, so. Well, I left the flat to get. Well, no, I said I've been outside. <laughs> uh, I basically got in my car, drove to the gym. It was a sweat box as well. It was horrible. Oh, I did um, but it was, it was quite enjoyable. It was still good to go. Um, yeah. So I've because I've started like properly training again now. Um, I've started low bar squatting because I was like, well, my squat's going to be down anyway. Woo! So I was like, right, why not? Why not give it a go? And it was really weird, actually. It feels it for me. It felt heavier on my back. But as soon as I started moving, I was like, this is really light. It's really easy. Yeah. And it felt more comfortable on my legs. But holding it there, like I was only I mean, you know, I'm on my 70 percent week. So it was, I got up to 100 kilos. Um, I was holding up my back. I was like, "Oh my god, this feels horrific!" And like on your wrists, and you're looking at your shoulders, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And then as soon as you start moving your legs, you kind of go, "Oh, hang on, this is this isn't that bad at all." Because um, I think I've got I've got fairly strong glutes, and obviously use use your glutes a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I quite I quite enjoyed it. So um, yeah, so next week will be the test because I'll be doing it a bit heavier. Yep. Um, but I'm feeling a bit sore today, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. So no, it was good. Anything? No, low bar. Yeah, I made the switch about a year ago, didn't I? Um, yeah. Mm. To consult in Clarkey, and then, yeah, have a look back, mate. I still do high bar squatting, just a lot easier to get lower as well. A lot easier to get like, to get better range as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so core training, Daniel. Core training, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, someone like, I think I'm pretty sure it's Brad. I can't remember off the top of my head. He posts so much in that group anyway. Should, <laughs> we should we should start rationing it out really because some people just take advantage. Like him. Um, but yeah, no, he posted about core training and and I just thought it was interesting to talk about because um, I'm sure we've all fallen into that trap of some point in our lives um, of being someone who's like, oh, you don't need to do that, just squat and deadlift. And it's like, no, no, that's wrong. Like it's it makes sense in your head because you're like, oh yeah, you're cool. You get enough training on it anyway. And there's no point training them because you, you're just going to hurt your back, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, the reality is they're just a muscle, just like any other muscle. And you can still grow them by training them. The laws of muscle building still apply to those muscle groups. There's nothing different about them per se. Um, they still require some form of load. They still require some form of tension. Um, I think we can sometimes get lost in thinking purely like, oh, as long as you're having something heavy on your back and you're contracting your abs, that that's enough for some reason. Um, and it's not, basically. And that's just if you want to get them bigger, per se. Um, but then, of course, the other aspect is that the the function of the core and what it's designed to do, um, which is usually to stop movement uh, as well as create it. So, yeah. Well, I thought I had to get that bit in there because, you know, hashtag functional. I don't want to just talk from a body <laughs> like just about growing muscles and stuff but um i think it's one of those where i've been guilty of it in the past of saying like oh just working on say anti-rotation or anti-movement core work um and never really seen any development in my abs um and then i thought to myself right i've never actually trained them like a muscle group um i've never actually shortened them stretched them uh, and all that sort of stuff so if you're looking for bigger abs then you do need to do that and as someone who holds a lot of their fat around their abs could I potentially look leaner in my off season if I had bigger abs? And I think that I potentially could. So there's elements there as well of thinking, okay, maybe if you don't have prominent abs, that there's a reason that when you're maybe in your off season, you, you're like, oh, I don't look very lean. And actually you could be lean. Cause I've looked at myself like, right, everywhere else I'm fairly lean. I think I am it's just around my midsection. I'm not. And you look at some guys who've got huge abs or very, very well conditioned abs in off season. And you speak to them like, yeah, I have, done sit-ups my whole life every single day since i was 12 and it's like okay well i'm not gonna do that That's <laughs> there's it's kind of like there's there's some kind of you know it doesn't take a genius to work it out basically um but yeah we can go on and talk about alex's video that he posted because it was very good it was very okay. good well I, I haven't got it up but i can pretty much it. But he basically took took he basically took us through what you like what you would do right and what yeah. we used to do with clients in general so again um disclaimer with that i would never have got my clients like doing cable crunches or anything like that like because they didn't need that it wasn't their that wasn't their goal no. um, but for a lot of them their goal was to be stronger healthier fitter be able to move better um and improve their posture whatnot etc so for them these kind of things are more important or were more important um so yeah things like carries tom yeah I love Sing carries. Um, yeah, there's actually I started doing a lot more carries with my clients. I, I've always done them. Um, I know you've always done single arm carries. Um, yeah, like I call them like handbag carries. I think um, they're a really good ego check. I just love them. I think uh, some people, you know, you say to them, "Oh, yeah, I'm holding this," and it's like, "No, you're using a 40 kilo, but you look like shit when you're walking with it. You should be uh, looking like this." And then they're like, "Okay, I need to have to use a lighter weight for that." And you're like, "Yeah." Drop the weight down. It's not yeah. about the weight you hold it. Do it. So, like, yeah. like the farmers, yeah. Any kind of farmers or kind of yeah, <laughs> little carries. If you're doing, it's essentially it's actually not really about the grip that you're 
you're holding, which I think a lot of people think the farmer's carry is just about the grip, but yeah. more about the suppression of the scap and holding it out and getting a bit of lat squeeze in there and being able to stop yourself from falling over um, yeah. in every step. And then you can manipulate those in lots of different ways. So I know I've thrown... So in terms of... I can't remember what it's called, though. Now, it might be just called a cook carry because um, it's from by Grey Cook. Um, he did it first and with kettlebell you do basically you go from a overhead i think i talked about this before then with you maybe um, yeah i started doing it with some of my guys who are who are clear to overhead press um to do so take a kettlebell and yeah this is ego check like literally 10 12 kilos um <laughs> over their head hold it there yeah and i would ask them to walk and i'd be like you're gonna walk until i believe you're almost at technical failure then you're gonna drop it down and then either yeah. ma- match that time in a high rack position. A high rack position is just looking like a kettlebell. If you're doing a kettlebell front squat, that's a high rack position. Um, yeah, and then you do the equivalent time walking with that, and then drop it down into a farmer's carry and do the equivalent time walking with that. That's that could be like three four minutes. Um, yeah, I think Cook had him had people going for about fifteen twenty minutes. Some of his athletes doing that shit. And I yeah. was just like, oh my god. First of all, boring. Uh, I'm not saying doing that with your client. If you want to do it yeah. by yourself, absolutely fine. But that that would be core. Like you're anti-rotation, you're doing complete stability. You're you're gonna be lit up everywhere. I, the, the the thing I say about the core is just it's everywhere around your lumbo-pelvic hip complex. I class as core. Anything that's attached yeah. around there, um, mm-hmm. not just your abs. That's not the only thing that's working. Everything yeah. around the uh, lumbo-pelvic bit. So just use that everything through there. So I think we do fall into the trap of it's a lot of our stuff is anti-rotation. I think that's the most popular thing. Well, considering the research now has been far more towards anti-rotation than to rotation. Um, stop us basically, especially with the, with the uh, rise of basically more powerlifting training and doing for deadlifts and squats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great, but there'll be a correlation between my my clients know it. They all have some sort of core exercise at least one two or three core exercises during their plans um which will be an anti-rotation exercise or an anti-extension exercise <gasps> what yeah so anti-thoracic extension in a big spot there down anti-thoracic extension um which is probably if you put it like that people don't know what i mean but fucking barbell rollouts the 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 idea is to have a stable pelvis and not totally thoracically extend so you're not crushing your lumbar spine so i teach people to go into a hunched position um and then generally sorts them out and they end up being in neutral when they're splayed out also if you want to regress that the thing i throw into a lot of people's circuits is a trx rollout or a call it trx yeah. fall, trx fallouts one of eric crazy loves that um but they're they're awesome if you, you can do them for reps as well so you could hit out like 12 to 15 with somebody in that bubble rollout's a bit hard to Obviously, you got to progress somebody, yeah. and I fucking hate ab wheels. Um, like, ooh, 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 ooh. like yeah, they're not the same. They're like yeah. they're just playing all over the place. Um, so I prefer a barbell. If you're gonna do rollouts, do it, do it right. Um, yeah, ab wheel. Not a fan. Never have been a fan. Um, no, I've ones. never liked them. I did the um, one of my favorite clients used to be the um, the racked kettlebell. Like that's a good one. Yeah. Because um, again, for the for the same thing then of not only using um, your obliques and they're getting fired up but like you said it's it's a bit of anti-extension as well because they yeah. it's one of those where you're, you're having to make sure that you don't go forward or back 
Um, and and people always assume that like, oh, if you're holding something to the side, that you're trying to get them just to work on on the opposite oblique or whatever. And actually, by bringing it into that rack position, you're stopping someone as they walk from going forwards or backwards as well. For sure. Um, who was it that brought that? Who I saw that one off. It could have been Eric Cressy, to be fair. Um, but yeah, he that was always a good one. And like you said, you know, um, even for people who can't do TRX rollouts, Swiss ball rollouts are still a, a yeah. great one. Just a slight bit of movement. Um, you can progress people onto doing full arm ones as well. So um, yeah, with, with the Swiss ball as well, you can do like churning the butter thing, like little circles with it. That's, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I like that. That fires my abs up quite a lot if we can see them if they were there can't see them, can't see them. Um, but yeah there's also stuff like traditional stuff like planks absolutely fine just if you do them like, properly if you do them properly when you when you fall into basically uh, I make people do either a straight arm plank just a press up position it's weirdly hard for a lot of my clients maybe they don't do them enough um, I don't load them up I've never been a fan of just chucking a like. Uh, what putting two plates on the back? Just right, like, on the, right on the lumbar spine. Yeah, just so they just <laughs> love that. Um, but no, I I teach them to do an RKC plank, um, which we've done before. Then, which is just basically they are hard. You should be like twenty thirty seconds tops holding it, and it should be excruciating because you're trying to literally squeeze maintain full body tension. Yeah, the whole time. And if you can do that for more than thirty seconds, then fucking incredible um, yeah and like side planks absolutely fine um, just make sure again you're not in T-spine extension just flying around hanging out on your lumbar um, and they also if you if you check your if you do a planks and then so you could do a test retest right here if you if you have if you're somebody that's got a hip issue um, just a little sneak you can do a test retest you should know this Dan as well I'm pretty sure you were there um, yeah. with a, a straight plank and a side plank and you could te test retest um, internal external rotation of the hip and see whether it changes and go, come back to us um, through holding about 20-30 seconds of each it will change um, if you do it properly Dean Somerset Somerset loves that bit he, he loves, loves it, a little mate. little little biohack right Dan biohack <laughs> yeah. love that term great keto hack uh, <laughs> keto hack <laughs> No, before we get into that, before we get into that, so yeah. friend of the show, uh, Danny Wilson. Let's actually get that post up before I uh, before I go ridiculous. And I, I do know the two things that we were talking about. It's basically, it was uh, it's quite funny. Just he put out like ten. It was a good good little post. Ten ten nutrition myths, training myths that need put into bed. In no particular order, should it, I think it was a good order. All right. Number one, fasted cardio is better than non-fasted. Wrong. Yeah, it's not. Um, so one idiot, one idiot. So Come on, mate. <laughs> he put all the best bodybuilders uh, in the world. <laughs> uh, so there's they're absolutely fine. So everybody kind of agreed, apart from some people uh, disagreed with number one and number four. Um, so fasted cardio. They were talking about fasted cardio and insulin, basically the ones that people did not agree with. Well, some people didn't agree with, um, whether they decided to actually back it out of any research, but that's not cool, right? Um, <sighs> <laughs> so, yeah, what was the, one of the comments? Uh, fasted cardio always worked for me. Great. All right. Wonderful. Brilliant. <laughs> and then, uh, and me, and many top pros. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
I love it. It's like <laughs> one of the comments was, "You can do cardio any time of the day. It doesn't make a difference." Ding 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 ding. And then he he literally wrote back each to their own. Like exactly. <laughs> that's the point, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Martin Martin just laid and it's like Ronnie Coleman didn't do it fasted, so science. Um. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those where like I I just don't understand the. I know this this I, comment I, is I, absolutely just, baffling, it's... mate. So. He, he literally wrote where everybody's different, Martin. Um, what works for one does not work for the other. <laughs> so science can take a jump in my eyes, bud. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Um, many pros do fasted, but what a pro does is entirely different to what I do as muscle mass and genetics all come into play. To generalize is wrong. Each person has to be assessed individually. Uh, no. It's just. It's like, just. It's just. It's just the fact that they think that because the pros do it, that it's right is one thing. Um, and as we know from working professional football, Tom, just because the pros do it does not mean it's right by any stretch of the imagination. Doesn't at all. Yeah. Um, but like, let's assume that. Let's assume that. You know the the pro. You turn around to Ronnie Coleman or not Ronnie Coleman, um, Phil Heath, Kai Green, whatever, and you say to them tomorrow, and they believe you. They're like, right, Kai. Do you know what? You you don't have to do cardio fasted anymore. Um, you can do it during the day. It's absolutely fine. He's going to turn around and go, I, I've won all these titles. Not Mr. Olympia, but I've won all these titles. Um, I'm not going to change the way I do it. Yeah. And you're going to go, fair enough, mate. But just to let you know, you don't have to do it. He's like, no, I want to do it that day. I've done it all. I've done it that t- uh, time of day my whole life. I'll carry on doing it. That's fine. That's probably what they'll say. But then you've got people going, oh, that's what they do. So, uh, And it's like, yeah, that's because it fits into their lifestyle or their, t- their schedule or it's when the gym's quiet or whatever it is. Um, and it's the fact that people then push that on their clients that frustrates the hell out of me. It's like, no, Betty, who, work- who works down the road, isn't Kai Green. She doesn't care about, you know, coming first in a bodybuilding show. Um, and it's the understanding that you say that the top pro bodybuilders don't do it or they do do it. But you're, that's, by saying that, you're assuming that they don't know that they could do it another way and that they think that that's the only way of doing it and that's the wrong assumption. They might know that they can do it any other time of day. They might just like doing it that time of day. Yep. Um, so the fact that you're choosing to do it that time of day basically because that's what they're doing is stupid because they probably know, hopefully, that it's all down to whenever you want to do it individually. And, and that, to be honest, they're, they're all probably... They've been doing it as habitual and then they've got to train like their real training um, for a hell of a lot of time in the rest of the day where they're probably going to be feel more awake more, <laughs> more being able to squeeze activate a little bit better and they've got to concentrate a little bit more <sighs> well, it's not saying that you don't have to concentrate on cardio but the cardio that they're doing is literally going to be an uphill walk um, yeah it's stupid to do it at 4am I think it's stupid to do it at 4am if you if you have it's other... like it's just, it's just like the whole like because again I'm never going to get onto it in a bit but the whole like keto argument so again people are like oh yeah Ben Bukowski swear, swears by keto he's done it all his life and I'm like yeah but Phil Heath eats oats for breakfast and he's Mr. Olympia and Ben Bukowski came in like 14th so um, so fuck off it's like at what point do you go oh well because someone's a pro or someone's better than someone else so I'm going to do it that way it's like no it's individual it works for one can work for the that might not work for the other because of lifestyle or because of personal preference whatever it just does my head in that people are so like oh this person did it it's like yeah but i can show you someone else who doesn't so what doesn't matter fucking idiots <laughs> so basically uh, um 
just faster cardio is not bad. Better in any way. It's the same. It's just stupid because it's you have to wake up really early um, and not eat. Well, no, I think I think the other thing as well, like if if we're being really pedantic now, like really kind of like really really going through things with a fine tooth comb, right? Yeah. It's saying ba- basically what I would say is that if fasted cardio did provide a zero point five percent benefit. If I was a top pro bodybuilder, I would do it. If all I care about is a little bit of fat loss, I'm just about getting to a dress for my wedding, which I might do for my wedding, to be fair. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. Like literally, like it doesn't. It makes no difference at all. So there's also that caveat of, yes, maybe that there is the tiniest, tiniest metabolic advantage. But then, then I think so. If that's the, the tiniest, tiniest metabolic advantage, because you haven't fed. Then you lose the thermic effect of feeding. Oh no, I'm not saying no, no, I'm not saying that there is. I'm just oh, saying right. if there was. Like, <laughs> I was I'm just like, saying if I'm just saying if there was, like if there was a tiniest bit, then it's kind of like, well, let them do it. But the point is that these arguments always come from people who are like average Joe, average Joe Jim, like twenty percent body fat. I'm like, mate, just fucking eat less food for a start. Don't even talk about what pro bodybuilders are doing. Look at the state of you. Um yeah, that's what bugs me. It's just like, don't worry about it. Because um, they always come up with that thing of like, oh, science can't measure everything. Like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but it gives a pretty fucking good idea. Also, the thermic effect of food is about 7% of your total calorie output, so pff, might as well have it whilst you're doing your cardio. Personally. Mental. But yeah, let's have that extra, like, what, 7% or whatever it is. Be great. All good. All right, strong, Dan. Insulin makes you fat, right? Mm, yeah. I'm just gonna give up a thing. I think I'm just. Gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna be a sellout because you make you make fuckloads more money. If you're a sellout, you get all over Facebook. You put a advert out for keto hacks, and all of a sudden, everyone loves you. Honestly, obscene. The world we live in is obscene. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um. Very odd. <laughs> But yeah, the guy, so the, the other picture I posted in the group, so stupid thing, another stupid thing, <laughs> was the, um, I don't, can't remember his name now, McBerry, Muckleberry, 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 Castleberry, Castleberry, there we go, um, this dude, I, I've never seen him before in my life, come across him on my Facebook newsfeed because someone else commented on something or liked it or whatever, and it's a guy, roided up to the max anyway, but that is, that, that's by the by, who, who gives a shit about that, um, he goes down to do this world he claims as a world record bench press there's no one there to adjudicate it for a start um so he's got 14 plates on this bar 14 plates and i had to do the maths on this because i've never even seen 14 plates in my life near a bar <laughs> anywhere in real life um and it comes out at 300 kilos including the bar and he goes up to this bar and he's spotters there one spotter just oh, one. Yeah. Yeah, don't, like, you, like... you don't need three spotters like you do in powerlifting for a 300 kilo bench. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he rocks up to it and he's, he's, he's prancing around. He's getting all amped up and he thinks he's all that. He thinks he's dog's bollocks. And he gets to it and his spotter's looking like really unenthused by this world record attempt for a start. And the, the bar's not quite lined up straight. And so you see him get down to it and he just shuffles it across. He like just shuffles it about three centimetres across to its level. And I'm like, I looked at it and I was like, hang on a minute. That's 300 kilos. I was like, you can't do that. That doesn't happen. Anyway, so he gets down, he gets set, gets himself in the right position. 
none of this stupid powerlifting stance or anything crazy. Just rocks up to it, puts his feet in the right position, <laughs> arches back a little bit. Spotter helps him off with it. Spotter's barely grimacing, just like, yep, yeah, there you go, mate. And Spotter holds it all the way as it goes down, and he goes down and up fairly, fairly quick. Like, there's a bit of speed there, and I'm thinking, whenever I've seen Eddie Hall or whoever do their world record lifts, they never really kind of like look easy, look comfortable. It's a bit of a struggle. And this guy hasn't struggled really that much. He jumps up and uh, he's like, yeah, man, uh, lightweight, uh, lightweight. I'm looking at it again. The bar did not bend in the slightest. <laughs> like I've seen a bar bend that much when I've seen Steve squat in 170. Like, I've seen it bend that much. I'm like, hang on a minute. Like I've seen people deadlift 200, 220 kilos and it bends so much more than that. And then you go into the comments and you read everyone's comments are like, yeah, fake plates, fake plates. Like you've always been accused of using fake plates. You're a sellout and all this sort of stuff. And I was just like, boom. I was like, the guy's been found out. <laughs> uh, then you read all the comments and it's just like, look at the guy's spotter. He doesn't even care. He's not even bothered that it's a world record. It's like, he's just completed a 300 kilo bench press and the spotter looks like the most uninterested man in the world. <laughs> and it's like, you'd be going mental if your mate had just done that. Um, Anyway, it's just one of those things where you're just like, mate, this is a joke. Um, and then a few people commented saying that, yeah, he's been basically, he's always gets accused of that and basically he's an idiot. Um, another one of, another one was he, um, someone posted a picture of it. He was squatting, squatting, squatting with the bar with plates on the end with no clips on the end. Now I've seen people with clips on the end of a bar deadlifting and the, and as they lift it up, the bar's bending that much, the plates just fall off. They just fall off the end. Even with the clips on, yep. this guy gets the squat out and I can imagine for now uh, when he was in the, in the rack, um, but I can imagine this is what happened. No bend in the bar, plates didn't fall off and he just got up and down and squatted it. I'm like, yes, because there's only 100, 140 kilos on there, mate. Like, um, so just be aware as well of what you see on Instagram. Like, fuck me. There's people out there using fake fucking weights in the gym and I, and I think a woman got rumbled about it the other day some female yeah, 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 uh, yeah. glute like she's big on her glutes or something she got found out for, for using fake plates when she was squatting um, it's just like why the fuck do people do that well they do it to get views on their Instagram or whatever yeah. but I'm like where do you even go to buy those things I need to get some give <laughs> 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 me some fake plates <laughs> they're just I don't yeah the, the squat thing's got yeah 20 plates on I mean, that's just obscene. Like. <laughs> 20 plates. Can we do the math? Can you do the math? It, like, and, I saw, and I watched another one of his videos. Like, I don't know why I watched it. I was fucking, it's 420, in it? Um, I don't even know why I looked at it. 420? It's 520, isn't it? 20, 20, 20s. 20. They're not, they're not 20s, Dan. Those plates should be 25 kilos. Oh, the plates are 20s, aren't they? No. Plates oh well, that means, he, that means he benched more than 300 kilos then, because I always think <laughs> it's 20 kilos. Plate, plates um, are 25s. I thought the plates over there are 45 pounds. 45 pounds divided by 2.2, 20 kilo plate, yeah. There are 25s over here, we only use 25s. Well, I, I think we need to investigate this further. With our American friends who listen to the show, they need to let us know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so... Um, I lost what I was going to say now. Oh, then another one was I watched a video, another one of his, because I was I was fascinated by this guy after that. So he's um he's going he's again he's doing the same things. There's this little prowling walk around the gym, like scowling, headphones in, shirt off, just before he does it, and he's stacked the cable the the the, uh, the cable stack each side, and then he's just gone world record baby world record or this and I'm like hang on what's he doing like what's he going to do anyway he puts stacks it and then just starts doing chest flies and I'm like 
is there even a world record for that? I'm like, you stacked a, a, a cable machine and did cable flies, partial range. Like, is there a world record for that? I'm pretty sure there is. There is now. But he's got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mate, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Like, it, it's really entertaining for me. But then, I, of course, I realised some people, when you read the comments, actually believe this guy... Oh yeah, he's, he's got like twenty two thousand likes on. Uh, I don't know how many bought, but obviously, if he's if he's buying fake plates, then he can probably uh, he can buy a few uh, likes. Oh, but, just brilliant. Yeah, just it's absolutely brilliant. incredible, isn't it? I like I like the abdominal belt. He's he's doing it in his pants as well. Uh, the uh, squat. Oh yeah, he does it in his pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pulls pulls him down as well, so he gets his ass crack out a little bit. Oh, great. Yeah. I, I like the uh, the belt's not doing that much. But um, he does sell nutrition plans, so I mean, you know, what more? Is he? Yeah, that's that's I mean, the whole thing. What he does, yeah. Right. He should be doing like body, like strength programs. Size of him, mate. You don't need to be doing nothing. He's fucking idiot. <laughs> He's got no business being in the fitness industry. Uh, no. Um, yeah, keto world, Dan. Yeah, this, this has been going feed, mad, isn't it? On my news feed, I've noticed it in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've also I need to I need to go on the adverts actually because you know if you go to the top right of the adverts you can see you can click on why am I seeing this and it can tell you who they're actually trying to target with the adverts. So yeah. most of them are very generic, kind of like men between the age of twenty and forty interested in physical fitness or the gym. It's like brilliant. So that's why they get so many likes and so many views because they pay so much money. Yeah. But then I was looking at it going right. I've seen these adverts now, the same ones in the last four weeks probably, um, and they're just like these. These guys going, oh yeah, the keto hacks. Like, oh, one of them is, um, oh, I don't want to eat like a rabbit, and he's like throwing all these vegetables. It's like, yeah, you can lose weight in that, but I want to eat like a man. I want to eat my cheese, my meat, my burgers, and it's just like, yeah, okay, um, but that's not how you got in that shape. You're selling it now, but you didn't do that for the years before. Um, there's another guy, um, fit, uh, fat bod to fit bod, I think it's called. Um, Sweet name, and just like constantly talking about keto all the time, and I'm just like, who the fuck wants to eat no carbohydrates ever in their life? Have really stinky breath, have really shit performance in the gym, and largely be unable to build that much muscle tissue just so they can say that they do keto. I mean, it's beggars belief. Yeah, I mean, if if anybody hasn't gone to watch uh, the ketones explained uh, video that I sent to Dan earlier this morning <laughs> basically it was absolutely baffling they compare uh, ketosis to and anytime, uh, any anytime anyone compares the metabolism to a fire you just switch off so, straight so, away. So, like, yeah, it's, a, it's a fire basically if we, if we sum it out like uh, it's a fire but they compare it to Pac-Man Pac-Man. Oh my god! They compared being on keto. <laughs> so they basically said, when you're when you're keto adapted, you're like Pac-Man when he's had one of those special yeah, so round things, and or... you you start chasing the ghosts. The ghosts don't chase you. And I'm like, oh my I, god! So so, so basically, mad. everybody that so everybody, all of our clients, anybody who because we, we don't generally have if it what keto does work for people, it's absolutely fine if it fits their lifestyle. But generally, we don't do it. Um, because it's an extreme, it's it's kind of like an extreme measure. Um, it's just the thing about keto, right? Is so for those of the people that don't know. Firstly, <laughs> keto diet is a diet where you have extremely high levels of fat, so like sixty, seventy-five, anywhere between sixty to seventy-five yeah. percent of your intake from fat alone. 
you have 5% carbohydrate and about 20 to 25% protein. You can't have too much protein because your body can convert protein to glucose, um, which is not good for ketosis. The second you have glucose or any amounts of, of sugar or carbohydrate, your body goes out of ketosis. It's almost like a survival mechanism, really. So when yeah. your blood sugar is that low, your body can still function and it runs on fat. So it basically runs on fat tissue is how it's meant to be done. But if you give yourself enough fat as a fuel, your body has no carbohydrate to utilize as energy. So it will then start using body fat and turns it into what we call ketones. Um, and it's a very popular diet because people have said it burns and slashes body fat and it, and it doesn't. It's just you're in a calorie deficit because you don't want to eat sticks of fucking butter. So you end up under eating on your calories because you can't eat protein and you can't eat carbohydrates. So you're eating avocados raw um, and drinking olive oil. And that's about it. Maybe a bit of chorizo if you're lucky, uh, a bit of cheese. Um, but again, a lot of them, the problem with a lot of them is that they actually prescribe too much protein and too much meat. Um, it's, you know, if you're looking at, Someone like Tom, for example, 80 kilos. I don't know why I said Tom because I'm 80 kilos as well. Um, <laughs> if, I was, if I was to eat any more than 100 grams of protein, I'd probably be out of ketosis. And then... Just to put it in perspective. And, and for any... For, so basically what these guys were saying... If, I think the... Um, I don't know who's the... Who's the there's, a, there's a big keto researcher that actually did a... He did a talk. And he's a big advocate of ket ketosis and... Oh, I can't for the life of me I can't remember his name, but he did a talk, a uh, big researcher, and he basically said for performance it is not um basically sustainable and it is it you will not be great on it. Because of the fact is what Dan just said. It's like if you can only if we could only have a hundred grams of protein, are we gonna be able to sustain muscle and probably any build and nope. anything? Absolutely nope. fucking no chance. Nope. No. Are you gonna recover? No. Nope. <laughs> no chance at all. For losing weight I'm going to use the term weight there because you're going to lose muscle. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure, it'll work. But the fact is that it's it's just not sustainable. It, it's not maintainable. It's, it's yeah, not... Exactly. It's it's not sustainable for nearly anyone. And like I said, a pro bodybuilder who really wants to do it, who's probably on some kind of extra supplements, right? Who they, maybe they don't need as much protein. Yeah. Um, like steroids. Then they, they <laughs> we, can probably... We call it Mexican, Mexican supplements, right? Whatever. Yeah. But they can they can go, right... I'm gonna I'm gonna go on keto because you know what I don't have to worry about muscle building. Uh, I can stick to this diet religiously because I'm a freak because that's what I do. I'm a genetic freak. I'm a bodybuilder. That's what I do for my life. But again, Betty down the road just wants to get into a dress like she doesn't care. And to suggest that people need to be in ketosis or to go keto to lose a bit of body fat is just it's so absurd. It's so absurd. Also, with to to go into ketosis norm normally. When uh, so this product that people basically you, you take it and then apparently after an hour you enter ketosis. Um, but, but it was it was no there was no suggestion of you had to drop your carbohydrate intake and there was no suggestion of a caloric deficit either in the whole thing, which I I found very baffling. Um, well, no, like again, when people are trying to sell you shit, they're not going <laughs> to tell you you have to eat less. They're going to be like, oh yeah, just do this and you'll be fine. And then then you get the plan through the door and you realise, oh hang on a minute, I can't even eat carrots. Yeah. You're telling me I can't eat carrots and butternut squash because there's too many carbs in them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and can't have a protein shake. No, there's too many carbs in that. Like, and I realize, I, re I realize people like with our kind of dieting, we do ask people to obviously track what they're eating. So you're you've got your macros, calories at the the, the kind of lowest form of macro tracking, um, just doing calories. But also to be in ketosis, it normally takes about three weeks to a month or so to enter it if you have the right diet for that long. So you're eating what like 10 20 grams of carbs a day 
if, yeah, if, probably, yeah. if that. Probably and, that, probably and, that, yeah. And the fact is to enter ketosis, you still have to measure whether your body is starting to produce ketones, am I right? Yeah, yeah, you'd have to yeah, do it. So you, you have, have to, to do blood you'd tests. Have to do, like, no, uh, and you can do urine tests, urine but, they're tests not okay. accurate, you're not, but they're not as accurate. So yeah, yeah. again, you, you would probably have to think, right, I'm going to test my blood. But let's say you do that for four weeks and then you, you randomly go out on a, for a meal out with work or you randomly go out for a meal out. You're back, you're back out of it again. Like, yeah. like you fucked, you've got to start again. <laughs> I just don't I just don't get it. I just do not get it. And, and, and the reason that people are selling this... Um, and they don't get, they don't care about people. They don't care what they whether they do it or not. Um, but I guarantee you now that all they're doing is selling a low carb diet. They're not selling um, a true keto plan. They're not on that low protein. They'll tell them they can eat as much protein as they want, as much meat as they want. They just have to limit their carbs, which is brilliant. Mate, you've just done the Atkins again. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> um, but again, it's one of those where yeah, it limits someone's food choices. So of course it's going to limit their calorie consumption. But when you turn around to someone and go, you can eat as much meat cheese chorizo avocado as you want chances are they're probably going to overeat on that because it's pretty tasty food um but yeah to suggest that any kind of athletes would would function and perform better in keto is quite frankly ludicrous because as we Um, know the main source of energy is glucose so why don't we fill ourselves i just just yeah ridiculous (laughs) Very odd. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they're thinking like athletes uh, really will drive this. And, and again, the, the problem is as well, I saw a post by someone the other day and they sort of said, everyone assumes that if you're against keto, that means that you're all for high carb. And again, no. like I'm not, I'm not against people eating high amounts of fat in their diet. Oh, what I am against is people overeating on their calories when they need to, get a, need to rein them in. Like whether you prefer low carb, high fat is, is your decision and your choice. Um, but the fact that you couldn't even have a slice of bread to enjoy with your cheese is just ridiculous. If you really like high-fat diets, then stick to them by all means. But Give um, the there are, right. yeah, and there are there are ways around it though. You can put carbohydrate in that diet and still perform well because you put it in the right times of the day, way before you train, and you'll get the benefit from it. Um, it's it's just yeah, it's not. It is not. A magic pill it's not a magic bullet it's not going to do that much for you there are some clinical conditions that it's very useful for in terms of treating uh, epilepsy is one of them um, so there are clinical markers and clinical situations where it is useful um, but just Again, for fat is not it's extreme it. that's an extreme yeah. case yeah, exactly and if, you, if you've got a child of epilepsy and you'll do anything you can to stop them ever fitting again you of course you'll say to them you need to go on a keto diet and of course you, they're going to do it um and quite rightly if that's a if that's a if that's a valid um prescription from a doctor or a specialist then brilliant no problem with it um that's often i'm so glad that they found that out um but you do not need to do keto to lose a little bit of weight drop the mic well i think <laughs> it's pretty pretty obvious but clearly like when you read these adverts and you read the comments in them, it's fucking scary. Oh, the people been, that are like, I mean... "Oh, I feel great since going keto." I'm like, "You're not in keto for one. I can probably guarantee you that." But two, it's like, "Yeah, you're just in a calorie deficit, love. You've lost weight because you're in a calorie deficit." But these, you know, these these ripped guys, they're always the same. Ripped, good-looking guys selling keto. Like, there's a reason that they're selling it, and the reason that you're buying it. It's because they're ripped and they look good. And I guarantee you they've not been, been on keto their whole life to look like that, 100%. The 
they're jumping on a bandwagon to sell you something to make money to make profit um just like that fucking hairy fucking <laughs> high intensity, <laughs> high intensity. Did, no, didn't he didn't he say also uh, on a post today oh he, I screenshotted it yeah, I yeah. screenshotted that today so yeah he um, so yeah Joe Wicks today admitted on a post that um, you need to be in a small calorie deficit in order to get lean boom I screenshotted it we're winning it. I'm we're winning now. Um, so yeah he's obviously <laughs> been trolled but that's the thing right is He's obviously been trolled enough by enough people for him to go, actually, maybe I need to think about what I'm saying here. Yeah. And he's basically said, yeah, you need to do high-intensity mental training every day, um, as often as you can. You need to eat healthy foods and be in a small calorie deficit. And I was like, Joe, that last little bit is all you needed for all your posts, and <laughs> no one would hate you as much as they do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah, funny, isn't it? It's just, yeah, I mean, hats off to him. But he's already made his millions, right? That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> he's already a multi-freaking millionaire, so it's easy now to change your tact and, and just change what you say once you're already at the top. Because if you said that at the start, he would not be where he is now. Oh, well. Yeah, it's called integrity. <laughs> that's what about it. All right, yeah, I think it's that's a, a tight 50-ish minutes. Strong, strong, Daniel. Good. Yeah. All right, we'll call it there. Um, any news? There's no, no not for me, mate. Uh, no, I just feel like I'm melting every day at the just moment. Melting. I think uh, next week, yeah, there'll be it'll be a lot. Uh, well, it might be a lot cooler. I think in in England uh, we're we're forecast uh, fucking thunderstorms and rain. I literally just looked at the forecast and it is apparently going to rain every day next week. Brilliant. I've got cricket the weekend. What's it like on Saturday? That'd be all right. Yeah, you're in Bath, though, mate. That's like the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah, middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, well, it's meant to be like thunderstorms, sunshine, cloud, rain, 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 rain. Brilliant. Well, we deserve we deserved it after this. To be fair, we've earned, we've earned yeah. It. Well, I wasn't even here for most of it, so I've enjoyed today. But then I actually didn't really. Well, I kind of worked today. I went for a meeting, and then that's about it. To be honest, hey, you're recording a podcast. What? what I know exactly. What, that's what work. do you want? That's oh. work. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Episode. 75 in the books Jesus Jesus Christ almost to that century Dan I think that the century usually rocks up around Christmas time so we need to do something special for that of some sort maybe maybe we do a live one somewhere so that's 25 weeks obviously within the UK or if anybody wants to fly us out there fuck it we'll do that um, yeah hey, <laughs> um, why, why America Australia anybody I'm going to look through my stats who the like I think America are the number two against England, uh, and then you got Australia sitting at number three, most listens uh, or downloads or whatever. Probably. Maybe we should set up like a just giving page and see if we can, you know, get everyone to pay for us to go somewhere. To <laughs> well, like one, uh, what's yeah? What are they just like, like for startups? The startup yeah. pages. Like, yeah, yeah, we're just, gonna go do a live podcast with our fans in <laughs> either America or Australia for three weeks, all inclusive, yeah. every all expenses paid. <laughs> Why not? Why not? We'll do that. We'll do, we'll do at least two shows if that happens. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we might even do a seminar if we needed. Like, I'm happy to do a bit of work when I'm out there. Like, there's yeah, no problem. That's right. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself, mate. Um, yeah. I'll do a nutrition seminar. You can do a movement seminar. Amazing. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> Just right. Ketos, right? Yeah, sweet. Okay. Still be better. Than <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.